I'm Stephanie Lemick, and this is Building Trauma-Informed Workplaces. We have a very special and timely topic for today's episode, tackling the holiday season in a trauma-informed way and minimizing the dreaded stress and burnout that can sometimes be synonymous with this time of year. So let's jump in and talk about why the holidays can be especially stressful or even triggering for some and what we can do about it. Well, the short answer is lots of reasons, but don't worry, we'll dive into the long answer too. Just like individual experiences of trauma, how each of us experiences this time of year is unique, which is important to keep in mind. For some, the holidays are truly magical, and for others, they may feel like a series of proverbial landmines. Understanding and honoring the wide range of emotions that can be tied to the season is important in supporting others and supporting ourselves as well. What are some of the most common specific reasons this time of year specifically is challenging? First, let's not overlook that the holiday season overlaps with a good portion of Q4 and year-end for most businesses. That alone can make for an incredibly stressful time. The conflicting priorities and rush to get to year-end goals is really challenging. On top of that, in keeping with how the workplace ties in, it's also performance review season for a lot of organizations. And that adds to our growing to-do list, especially for folks out there who are managers, and can be challenging to really dig deep reflect and talk about your performance and development um, requires a lot of vulnerability, requires a lot of self-reflection that takes time and energy. The next thing about this time of year is there is just a lot going on. Friends, family, work obligation, school recitals, party, travel, the list definitely goes on and on. And it genuinely can feel like there is not enough time in the day. And for those of us who participate in daylight savings time, that certainly doesn't help things either. Another major stressor this time of year can be money. The holiday season is notorious for being expensive, buying gifts, hosting large meals, dinners and drinks, out with friends, maybe even outfits and different events. All of these things can add up quickly. And as we've discussed when we looked at the importance of safety as it relates to a principle of trauma-informed workplaces, financial safety is really foundational to our feelings of safety and security. So if we feel like we are in a bind between meeting expectations of others, our children, our spouses, family and friends, and also staying within our budget, that can really be super stressful and can make for some really tough choices. Last and certainly not least, for many, the holiday season can actually be triggering. Perhaps it's just the overall holiday fanfare that's hard to avoid triggering grief or maybe disappointment from previous memories. For many, also challenging relationships with our families whether or not we see them this time of year, can also pull up really difficult feelings and cast a cloud. So all that being said, how can we tackle the challenges we face this holiday season? Whether you're looking to manage your stress and avoid burnout, 
or you're actively strategizing to prevent being triggered, there are tools we can absolutely leverage to make this time of year better. First, and probably my favorite piece of advice year-round, honestly, is say no to make room for your hell yeses. And this is really just a fun way to prioritize what is most important to you and focus your time and energy there and remind yourself to set boundaries. If you're anything like me, you probably desperately wish those holiday invites were spread out through the year, but alas, we will probably never get that wish. The truth is we can't be everywhere at once. Being honest with yourself and others and saying no when you really don't have time or the emotional energy for something is so, so important. So say, you know, no to make room for those hell yeses. So you can absolutely say yes to those with time and energy that is needed to dedicate to those different areas. It's easy to focus on whether or not we have time. So I want to zero in on this a little bit. But emotional energy or your emotional energy bank is so important here as well. We've all heard the saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. This is something absolutely we want to keep top of mind during the holidays. Just because you're free doesn't mean that you're available. keep Keep that in mind. Keep that top of mind as a reminder for yourself. In keeping with this strategy, you absolutely need to prioritize your self-care during the holiday season. And it can actually be super tricky and challenging, Um, you know, schedules and travel on top of everything, but really finding a way to really focus in and finding one of those self-care practices, maybe one or two of those self-care practices that you can really focus on and prioritize throughout the season will be so helpful for you and kind of maintaining that focus on taking care of yourself and maintaining your energy, um, both emotionally and physically. And of course, it wouldn't be true to who I am if I wasn't a little bit lame and reminded you that self-care isn't all about massages, green juice, and spa days. It's really about taking care of ourselves. So that includes making time for a little movement of our body. So that could be, you know, a regular yoga practice, which I am a huge fan of, or even just a walk after dinner. Um, You know, maybe walking the dogs um, at some point during the day if you have pets or, or staying with family members who have pets. Make sure also you're fueling your body with what it needs. I know food can be a landmine for some folks this time of year, so make sure you have a game plan and make sure and be thoughtful about how you're approaching eating and food. Make sure you're eating food that makes you feel energized, makes you feel good, and find some balance and uh, some space there as well. Or maybe you just need to be able to take a few minutes every day to yourself. Maybe you meditate, maybe you reflect, maybe you have a gratitude practice or do some journaling. Maybe you just take 30 minutes at the end of the day and read. Whatever that looks like for you, make sure that is a priority for yourself. And listen, however you practice self-care, make sure you find a couple of things that you are prioritizing and you know they help you the most as we're looking to find ways to fuel ourselves, our energy, our bodies, and make those as non-negotiable as possible. 
But let's all just be very realistic as well. You also got to make sure and be a little flexible with yourself. It's a tough time with schedules and energy. Don't beat yourself up if you fall off the horse. Just accept that and get back on when you can. Next up, let's talk about boundaries, both setting boundaries and respecting others' boundaries. Boundaries are going to be a great tool to leverage that will help you manage your time, energy, and emotions in both work and your personal life. Boundaries or boundary is another one of those terms that gets used a lot colloquially. So of course, I'd love for us to start with a shared definition of personal boundaries for our purposes in this conversation. So personal boundaries are limits or lines that are set to make relationships successful, free from manipulation and exploitation, and to protect our mental health. Boundaries define what is acceptable and unacceptable to us and what others can do to us or get from us. Boundaries also communicate and assert our own personal values, personhood, identity, responsibility, and control in relation to the other person. Now that we have that out of the way, how can you create boundaries, especially as it relates to the holiday season? Start by reflecting on your reasons for your boundaries. Understand the why your boundaries are important to you and how they benefit you. And this is a really great place to start. Some of us don't really have boundaries um, formally in place or haven't been thoughtful about boundaries. So if that's the case, you know, reflect on where you want to begin to create boundaries or expand on your boundaries. And to do that, you know, really think about creating clear priorities and goals for yourself. Focus on clear, proactive communication with others. Make sure you're prepared to tactfully say no when things don't meet your expectations, your needs, your boundaries, and then make sure you're setting clear expectations with yourself and with others. If you don't have boundaries already in place, keep in mind that it can be an overwhelming idea to all of a sudden have so many boundaries. So start with a few that are most important to you and build at a pace that is comfortable for you from there. Again, go back to that why and focus on what will be most impactful for you in these moments throughout the holiday season. Communication is going to be critical in the world of boundaries, especially if someone consistently oversteps them. For example, if you have a friend who sends a message nonstop and it's really something that is bothering you, works against your boundaries, that's something where you might need to raise a concern but keep in mind these discussions don't need to be confrontational. In our example, you can reach out to that fr friend and say, hey, I see that you really wanted to get a hold of me, but the best thing to do is drop me a message and I'll get back to you when I can. This gently highlights their behavior while simultaneously asserting your threshold and creating that clear expectation. And an another important factor when it comes to boundaries is it's important to be consistent with your boundaries once you establish them. Letting boundaries slide can lead to confusion and encourage new expectations and demands to deal with. Now, it's okay to adjust and readjust as needed. Don't let your boundaries be so rigid you lose sight of your why for them and potentially unintentionally and unnecessarily harm relationships. 
So really think about reflecting and coming back to your boundaries, coming back to that why and how they are serving you. When it comes to respecting others' boundaries, the key, of course, is respect. Approach relationships with respect as a starting point. I think that that's a key aspect to any relationship that we have. From there, make sure you're actively listening to the other party and also pay attention to those cues that may tell you something is off and ask if something is off. There is no harm ever in asking permission or if something is okay if you're feeling unsure about whether or not you're coming up against someone's boundary. Just, I would say, I would add, make sure it's clear that you are okay with someone letting you know that something's not okay or saying no to you, especially if there are situations where there's an imbalance of power um, or different challenges related to that. Also, when it comes to others' boundaries, it's important to accept feedback and adjust if necessary. Boundary setting can be a really helpful tool in almost every aspect of our life, but I find it especially handy for financial challenges that pop up during the holiday season. Getting clear on your boundaries and your budget is a super important way to help you avoid uncomfortable or challenging financial situations either now or in the future. And listen, I know I sharing that is not in my budget with a friend may feel a little awkward, but instead of doing that, maybe try and reframe it um, to doing something within budget. So for example, if they recommend a gift exchange, perhaps suggest a white elephant exchange and maybe offer to organize that if you have capacity. Or if they want to meet up for dinner or drinks, maybe offer to make a reservation at a spot where you feel comfortable with the price point. So you don't have to maybe feel awkward, uncomfortable with a conversation about money, but you can also still respect and honor your boundaries. Another challenge that seems to come up this time of year is that desire to be perfect or have the perfect holiday, the perfect card, too many perfects to list. This can be especially true for those of us who are looking to create some holiday magic for loved ones or kids. I also think the whole Instagram and TikTok of it all doesn't help that feeling to need to attain perfection. Listen, no one is perfect and that's okay. And in fact, I think it's preferable for things to not be perfect. I think perfection can feel a little stepfordy, a little not real, a little not genuine. So just keep that in mind. Work hard to remove comparison from the equation when it comes to the holidays. And if it helps, take some steps away from social media and reframe what reality looks like. This is another great time to reflect on your priorities and, well, prioritize them. And if you're still struggling, take a beat and reflect on your best holiday memories and what it is that's at the core of each of them. My sneaking suspicion is that it won't involve a perfectly curated tree or tablescape or the flawless holiday card. Be clear on what matters most to you and then focus your time and energy there instead of on attaining perfection. The next challenge can be a tough one, dealing with difficult families, family members, or challenging relationships during the holidays. And listen, families can be a landmine. If social media is any indication, it's hard to miss out on posts during the holiday seasons about the challenges that come up um, with 
all of our families and how we relate to them. It can be anything from differing politics to some not so friendly competitiveness and all the way to, you know, triggering bad feelings or experiences of trauma from your past. Family dynamics can definitely be tough. This time of year can also be incredibly difficult for folks who are missing out on time with loved ones, either because of frayed or strange relationships, or unfortunately because loved ones have passed. Grief can absolutely pop up just about anywhere, and sometimes unexpectedly during the holidays, whether that is grief for a lost loved one or for a relationship you never had with loved ones. Make space for these feelings and make sure you take care of yourself. Again, prioritize that self-care and also reach out to your support network or even a professional if you need a little extra TLC. Also, when it comes to grief, know that you're not alone. You know, just a few days ago, I had an unexpected wave of grief hit me in Costco, of all places. Um, I was strolling through, you know, the wine section, prepping for the holidays, and I spotted a certain bottle of wine. Um, the wine, Austin Hope, reminds me of a friend and a former colleague that passed away a few years ago. I have such a beautiful, fun memory of drinking that bottle of, of wine with him and some other colleagues during a rare in-person visit. And seeing it always just seems like a little bit of a punch straight to the gut. Um, so when those moments happen, when they come up, know that you're not alone. And grief kind of continues with us throughout our lives in unexpected ways. Grief is hard. It's unexpected. Honor it and honor your own unique process. And also seek help when you need it. When it comes to challenging family members or family dynamics, and you will be seeing those folks, my best advice is to be prepared, but don't do what my husband likes to call negative forecasting or expecting the worst, so to speak, more of a plan for the worst, expect the best situation when it comes to these challenging family dynamics. Know what you find challenging or triggering when it comes to interacting with your family or family members, and then know what your plan is for your own mental health and safety as a priority. That could be anything from declining to engage in certain conversation. It could be a friend to use as an escape plan. If necessary, it could be setting boundaries up front and you know, letting your family members know what isn't isn't acceptable to you and whether or not you know they're willing to respect those boundaries. And if you need to, you know, saying you're unable to make it to an event if those won't be honored. It can be tough for sure. Families kind of bring out the best and the worst in us to say the least. And I certainly can relate to that as well. So again, just try to be prepared for the worst, but really focus on what you're looking forward to about seeing your family members and maximizing those positive aspects of those interactions. Fixate, fixating on something negative, I think sometimes can almost act as a self-fulfilling prophecy. So be prepared, have a plan, especially as it relates to your own mental health and safety, but also try and focus on maximizing those good things as well and fully taking advantage of that. For those of us who may be supporting a loved one or a partner who's who has challenging feelings, relationships, or other challenges that may come up during the holidays, 
the best thing you can do is offer your support and listen for what they need most. Offer your support to be that safe person if you can, if you have the space to do that. Um, Even if it's just something simple like make cookies or watch a movie together. Focusing on your relationship and how you can be there for them will mean the world. And don't be afraid to ask how you can support someone when you know it's a challenging time for them or they have a, they're facing challenges. You might have to ask them more than once um, or find a way to leave the door open for them to ask you for help. Asking for help can be challenging and sometimes it takes a beat for us to realize we need that assistant. So if you can, leave that door open. Finally, as we wrap up today's episode, I'd like to offer a challenge to each of you. Find ways to deliberately incorporate joy and gratitude into your holiday season. Whether it's a gratitude journal, a moment of mindfulness, or making time to watch your favorite holiday movie, make time to really revel in those moments and maybe share them with others and and spread that joy and that gratitude a little bit. I want to thank you so much for your time today. I hope everyone got a little bit of something out of this advice and perspective. I hope everyone's holiday season goes well. Until next time, be well and happy holidays.